Hello and welcome to another episode of Pipeline to Profitability. I'm Alan Ferguson. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Service Success Academy. Today, we have Danielle Putnam, who is the president of the new flat rate. Danielle comes from a long family line of contractors and is dedicated to help grow the industry she grew up in and loves. As a public speaker, she promotes career paths in home services. She's also honored to serve as an advisory board member for women in HVACR and a board member for the EGA Foundation to help promote more women in the industry. I've known Danielle for a long time through our mutual connection with Service Roundtable and uh, really honored to have her on the podcast. Let's bring her in, eh? Welcome to the podcast, Danielle. It really uh, uh, great to have you here. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to um, learn a little bit about uh, the new flat rate, which is an amazing product. Your involvement with uh, our mutual friends at uh, Service World Expo and just uh, maybe a little bit about what's going on in your life. So welcome. Um, hey, thanks, Alan. Thanks so much for having me. It's really a pleasure to be here with you today. When you reached out, I was thrilled and honored. I was like, what? You're going to have me on the show? Thank you. Absolutely. So it's great to be here. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Yeah. So what's going on? Uh, you know, I'm the president of the new flat rate. And so my day-to-day -day is running the operations of the business. And I, I, I guess sometimes so many people are like, especially around town, oh, you're so busy. You're so busy. I'm like, I don't know. Am I? I mean, everybody's as busy as they want to be. I have four wonderful children. And what's important to me in this season of life, because they're young, is spending time with them. So I work hard during the day, but I work really hard to maximize my time with my family. And so I've been trying to outsource everything that I can, like laundry. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we can talk about all kinds of things, but I really, uh, and that's helped me a lot in business too. And so I, you know, if we can talk about all sorts of things today, I know, but one thing that's really helping me is to look at what are my priorities, where's my business going and setting a real strong target and making sure the whole team knows like this is our goal for the year and things that don't align with that, we're saying no to. And I'm learning that in my personal life and my business life. And then when you're like, okay, we're going to hit this target, what can we outsource to make sure that that happens? It's created a lot of freedom and I love it. That's fantastic. So now I've known your dad, Rodney, for many years. Uh, we we go to all the same events. I've known you, probably known you for as many years. Um, and just yeah. I anything to do with flat rate pricing, I, I, like, I think you know I uh, was one of the early innovators with flat rate pricing in Australia. We never ventured onto your product. I probably wish I had of, but, um, but flat rate pricing is just such an important uh, mm -hmm. way for a service company to run. So maybe I, I think for anyone that's un, uh, unaware of the new flat rate, maybe we'll jump into the, the concept behind it. I mean, I understand it, but I think that you will do a better job of explaining what is the new flat rate and how does it work? Oh, cool. Thanks for the opportunity to even say, you know, we started 12 years ago, Alan. And so I've loved running into you at shows and you were friends with my dad and you guys we're friends with me too. And it's always been so fun and you're so welcoming. So thank you. Um, you know, we started 12 years ago 
because my dad was a contractor, my brothers are contractors and the struggle of running a profitable business, it was just such a um, very seasonal, right? They were HVAC electrical and plumbing for a while and then sold off the electrical and plumbing and primarily HVAC, just having a hard time, um, you know, with the overhead and the struggles of the business. And so we fell upon this menu because my brother, Matt, running service calls finally began to be very, very profitable. My dad had downsized the business and they'd moved from their big shop. They had all, you know, they were the largest company in the area and they downsized everything, moved back into the basement, my parents' house and had one service tech, which was my brother. And that year, my dad, my brother and a sister answering the phone did a million dollars in revenue. And that was a very big deal because that's a very small company and they were very profitable. So they're like, how did we do this? So my dad started to look at all the service tickets that my brother had been doing, and he'd been handwriting options for all the homeowners, and they were just selecting the level of service that they wanted. So when we started this, it was because we had found some freedom in the contracting world, and we wanted to share it with other people. It's like, wow, if we can get our cash flow right and have some cash in the bank, then we can grow from a position of strength. So the new flat rate was a concept of, hey, there was time and material a long time ago. Then all of a sudden there was flat rate and people started to make some money with that. Well, the new flat rate is five different levels. We've got five options on any service or repair and that's electrical, plumbing, HVAC and equipment, IAQ. And Alan, we added chimneys this past year too. So that's exciting. <laughs> I know chimney people are really fun. Garage doors. <laughs> right. That's next. That's next. Hmm. Uh, so with our system, it's an app. You know, I remember the days we were a printed book and now we're an app. So that a technician can just walk into the home and do the diagnosis and follow the, the index, choose the page that they want to present to the customer. And all the options are already built for him. So it's all about taking that sales pressure off of the technician so he can just present the options to the homeowner and say, what should we do? The homeowner takes a look, asks a question or two, and usually makes their decision within 15 seconds. Okay. So I'll pause there. The power of, wait a minute, there's no more pressure on the tech. All of a sudden, this pricing system is done for you, and homeowners, 80% of the time, are choosing an option above a standard flat rate. So it's very simple, done for you, and all of a sudden, the boss isn't getting calls all day long saying, what should I charge for this? Mm. Yeah, look, um, you know, for, for years, I've been an advocate of uh, giving, giving customers um, plenty of solutions based on their problem. And uh, so, yeah, look, I, I used to require about six options for every every uh, service call. And, you know, if a, a customer's calling you out for multiple services, let's say we're, we were uh, plumbing, electrical and air conditioning, so they might have multiple services, they're going to be mm -hmm. more, more options. But do you feel that the option uh leaving the options with the customer is is makes it easy for the technicians that because most technicians don't didn't get into the industry to sell right they just want to mm -hmm. go out there and and plumb or they want to go out there and 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 fix air conditioning systems so is the new flat rate an easier way for the technician just to to uh to because we're all in sales whether you, mm -hmm. you uh believe it or not and a lot, yeah. as I said, a lot of a lot of techs they resist that. Um, I don't. Well, I didn't get into this industry to sell. So, so does the the new flat rate help the average technician to to make more sales? You paved the road right there for me. Yes, it does. 
You know what? That's what's so cool is I love hearing the testimonies from technicians saying, hey, I was able to, you know, do a great job and do quality work and fix something that was really difficult. The customer was so happy and they're making more money, right? They're being able to spend more time doing what they love and they're making more money. The sales pressure is off of them. And so they're so happy. But yes, the technician doesn't have that sales pressure. They just follow a script. We're all about a process, a script. And the reason for the script too, Alan, is so that they don't have to feel uncomfortable stumbling over their words of what should I say to the customer? You know, how should I present this to them? We teach them a script that they can memorize. And then it's the following the script. Hey, Mr. Customer, I'm a little concerned. I found some, you know, found the problem, but don't worry, I have some options. Would you like to go over them now? And so my top options, my most permanent, my most premium allows me to take my time, do a great job and give you a better warranty. And then they can present the options and the customer's eyes go to price. But then the technician, you know, what we hear more and more, and you probably do too, nobody wants to feel, and I don't want to say stupid, but nobody wants to feel um, embarrassed, right? They don't want to feel like they're stumbling on things. And so if they don't feel like they're a confident salesperson, then they, they feel um, you know, kind of insignificant in front of the customer. And so this gives them the confident boost to be in front of the customer to present the options and not have to have that uncomfortable sales discussion. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And um, look, I, I, you know, I've been an advocate of this for many years is whatever we can do um, to make it easier for the technician to, you know, mm -hmm. he's, from his opinion, he's not a sales guy. But as I said, we, uh, we have to make sales otherwise we don't we, you know we don't have a company and, yeah. and anything we can do i mean i've been to some great companies um you know over the last year that um and 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 there seem to be there seems to be a change coming in the way that companies are, are now running calls and I, I know you can probably see all that change with uh some of the great software products out there mm -hmm. and AI mm -hmm. knocking on the door, and I think that's going to sneak yeah. up on us really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so, w w with regards to how we run calls and how we price our jobs, I'm sure you and Rodney and uh, and Matt discuss this. Where do you think the industry is heading in 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 this space? I mean, do you see some fairly drastic changes to the way we run calls, the way we we run our businesses over the coming years? Yes, right. And I am all 100% pro, you know, let's make sure we all keep our jobs and we always need a contractor and we always need a technician. But at the same time, we know the talks and then people say, okay, well, you know, manufacturers are trying to make plug and plays and then Amazon's trying to ship everything with these, you know, drones. And, you know, all of a sudden we're not going to need, you know, these technicians. We're using video and we're using AI. So, Maybe, maybe not, but not today, no. right? So, I mean, change is coming, but there's still going to be a place for all of us. And so we might have to adapt and evolve, but by no means is our world going away tomorrow. So AI, what I've seen from it, Alan, I don't know everything about it. There's people on the call probably way more versed in it than I, but it still needs humanization. And so AI can do so much and think a little bit, but then at the end of the day, I've seen some missed creativity and it's like, it pushes it this far. And then I'm like, mm, but you still need my brain to think a little bit more. And that gives me hope that it's not taken over too quickly, uh, you know, but by all means it's coming in. And in some parts, especially with the software companies, you know, uh, everybody's there's a, can I name some? 
Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's got a buzz about Sarah because of their dispatching, right? Their automatic dispatching and prioritizing so that you don't have to worry about the dispatcher, you know, prioritizing calls. The software does it for them. Very cool, right? Mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's really cool. And the same in our space with pricing. Is pricing going to be on the contractor's website so that the homeowner can choose what they want to pay before the tech comes out there? Absolutely. And so I think that when we see things that are encroaching on our space, it's important to take a look and embrace them enough to understand and to consider, is this something that I can be a part of or do I really want to fight an uphill battle? Some of it is coming into the space. And, you know, I think that some of it we need to embrace. I'm not a huge fan. You know, I read an article by Matt Michelle this week on on TikTok, right? I don't know if you saw this one. It was from March, I think. And it was in contracting business. And he says, hey, you know, all you contractors, make your own decisions, but delete TikTok right now. And he made so many great claims for it. And I did. I was like, got it done. I got on there and deleted TikTok. You know, he's like, we don't have to let everything get in there. So there's certain things that I'm like, "Mm." let me pause because you had a comment. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm fascinated by this conversation. Look, I do work with um, uh, Sarah and Billy Stevens, and I'm just mm-hmm. absolutely blown away by what that product yeah. is actually doing. And look, yeah. if if someone was to say to me, um, "What is the 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 main? Uh, what's the key point of Sarah that's actually going to?" Uh, make business more profitable. It's all about efficiencies. And yes, unfortunately, um, it does It does mean that a company can have a lot less admin, a lot less office mm-hmm. staff, because the, the smart scheduling, you think about mm-hmm. uh, how easy is it to use, and I, I use Uber a lot. Yeah. What if you could book a technician like Uber? What if um, you could know within an hour when your technician's going to arrive, and uh, and I'm just looking at the change that's coming, especially in that space. And I and I don't know too much about the other software products. I know they're good, um, but I do know. But look back to the AI conversation. Um, I'm I'm of a firm belief that it, it's it's coming at us quickly, and mm-hmm. I believe that those that contractors that get on board and go with it and not fight it will do a lot better yeah. and and look mm-hmm. just one of the one of the conversations i had with um with corey barrier who is uh, someone that i i've been working with who's very intelligent in this space and he said look just for now what if the csr who answers the call was able to grab all the information every single piece of information that is needed just by having it you know using ai to to, to pull yeah. that information at hand. But the other thing, and, I, and I've been watching how AI now can actually replace outbound callers. It can, it can get yeah. onto a, we, we actually had an, we, I had a Zoom call a few weeks ago where an AI bot came into the Zoom call and interacted and was asking me questions and I was talking to it. Um, it you know, it's AI not by the voice, but by the, the delay in response time. So wow. um, it's, it's getting that close yeah. to human that you could be in a conversation with, with an AI bot and not even know it. And I, and I don't think that's far away. So um, 
And and I look at a lot of companies are, are resisting it. You know, well, the AI mm-hmm. never replaces. Um, it, it, I mean, how can how can AI replace a service technician tuning a, an mm-hmm. air conditioning system and and that? But I just think if it's if it's here to help us to grow, become more efficient, because you know, with with Billy and Sarah becoming more efficient in your company, you yeah. become profitable. You can be more competitive because mm-hmm. you know you. It, it's just. It's it's crazy how fast it's moving, but um, but look as long yeah. as um, we and, and look we play with uh, you know w- with service roundtable and and I'd love mm-hmm. to talk about an upcoming event that you guys yeah. have partnered with, but we we I think the fact that we work with the top let's call it the top five percent of the industry it might might be even less than that, but we do get to mix with the best of the best and and I, and I think it's quite it's quite good. Uh, for us all to learn from groups like mm-hmm. Service Roundtable, Service Nation, Service World, which is, mm-hmm. um, I'm not too sure where it is. I think it's in um, Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love your thoughts on that because you've been part of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see you at all the uh, the great events. So um, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll discuss that for a little bit, Danielle. Yeah, cool. Well, Service World Expo, we partnered with them this year. Business Uncensored is the annual conference that we at the new flat rate hold. And, you know, we started it a couple of years ago, the Business Uncensored, because we wanted our members to get together, to have that camaraderie, to share what's working, what's not together. We wanted them to have a safe space to do that. And it was so powerful that we opened it up and started inviting, you know, all contractors. Well, Service World Expo, you know, I know, it's an incredible event, right? It's, it's a very big, fun, robust event. They've got great speakers, great breakouts, a great expo hall with incredible technology that you need to go to see. And so um, our members kind of kept complaining like, oh, we're coming to Business Uncensored and two weeks later, we're going to Service World Expo. And that's tough when you're running a contracting business to commit to you know taking time out like that. And it's scary. So Service World, um, it was Liz Patrick. Uh, you remember Liz? I, sure <laughs> do. I love Liz. Liz kept saying for, for years, Danielle, why don't we just have our show together? Why don't you just have your show with us? And it, we didn't quite understand how that would work, right? Mm. And we've had to learn in the industry. And I think this is a, just a good point to remind all of us that sometimes we put up these walls thinking that everybody wants to steal our stuff. And, oh, you know, we, we didn't always feel like we can trust everybody. And so when she first started saying, hey, let's do the event together, I think here at the New Flat Rate, we thought, well, you know, Business Uncensored isn't as big as Service World, so how would that work? And finally, this past year, I said, you know, Rodney, let's get on a plane. Let's go out there and meet with Tom Peregrino. So on January, we flew out to Texas. We sat down to say, hey, could we actually combine these events and what would it look like? And and it was so awesome because we're sitting in there, I'll never forget, and I'm like, so, you know, should we combine these events? And they just slid something right across the table. And they're like, ah, we got your space. It's right here. And they were ready. And it was, it was a fun moment of, yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's go in together. Let's trust each other. And let's make something better for everybody and combine forces so that we can have a bigger event, more people there. They don't have to choose between the two and their travels. So you're going to get what you love about service world, right? You're still going to get the large general sessions, the smaller breakouts the connections, the parties, the expo hall, but then Business Uncensored, we're starting a day early. And so it's going to be a full day of workshop planning, process development, process building, and it's open to everybody that's registered for the show. So really it's a two for one, Ellen. It's only one rate to get both 
incredible conferences. And I've got a promo code I'd love to share with your audience. That'd be fantastic. We're going to um, put as much information about uh, you guys, new flat rate, anything we can give to the industry that um, will benefit them. I, I, a topic that I'd also like to jump into, I know you're, um, I know you're an advocate of this, is I know there's a lot of women in the industry, okay? Not so much down under, it's sort of we've, we've hired um, mm. women technicians, but I know you're a part of this and, and, and I, I don't know, what, what do we need to do to get more women in this great industry? And I know you, you, you might like to discuss some of the, uh, the great groups that you're associated mm -hmm. with, but I, I don't know. I just thought you would be a great person to venture onto this subject. Uh, cool. Well, you know, in 2019, I was the president of Women in HVACR. And I've been involved with them since the Comfort Tech days back in like 2012 when I saw a sign that said women in HVACR. And I thought, why wasn't I invited? I'm a woman. And so you know, back then it was a little conference room of maybe 30 of us and then 60 of us. And now we get together at our conference and there's over 300 of us and it's hard for us to find spaces. Uh, but there's you know more than that. There's thousands in the group. So women in HVACR is a great organization. And now there's a women in plumbing that is up and coming as well. And they're doing some great things too. So I wanna let people know to look for them. Um, they're, they're really, really up and coming and kind of working with women in HVAC. But um, to bring more people in, you know, we've gotta let women know that there's a place for them. When we are advertising, letting them know, hey, you know, we're looking for women too. And again, you guys know this, it's not just for technicians or, you know, it could be in the office or it could be in the field. But writing our ads in a way that lets them know, or maybe adding a benefit of, hey, we can help with childcare, because that's a big deal. Mm. And it's not, you know, in different states, it's different in here in the state of Georgia. And I like to say this because not everybody knows, but there's a 100% tax credit for childcare here. And so for all of our employees, we can provide 100% childcare as long as they're in a Georgia uh, accredited daycare. And so that's a big benefit to our team. And I know other states, some of them might be 75%. But there's got to be others that are 100% too. And so making some changes in your ads so that it's a little bit more welcoming to the women. And they are loyal. Like women will join your team and be loyal forever. And so asking any women that are in your workplace, hey, who do you know? Do you have any friends looking for a job? Do you have anybody that you could introduce to us? And so, again, I'm sure so many of you do, but not everybody does have mm. an employee referral program in their company. So the employees always need to know, hey, if you bring somebody to us and we hire them, you get X amount for a referral bonus, right? And, and that helps them to bring in their friends. But especially asking the women, who do you know? Who are your friends? Who could you invite here that would like to work with us? I think is an easy place to start. Fantastic. I, um, I had the pleasure to go into a couple of uh, uh, great companies in Dallas. Um, I dropped in and saw Tom Peregrino, who's a great guy. And I consider him a friend and spent some yeah. time with uh, Strip Matter, Joe and Frymeyer, yeah. where they're merged together. And they've got some uh, some really, really dynamic uh, female technicians there. And, uh, you know, I got into a conversation with um, with one of the, I, I can't remember the lovely girl's name, but um, I thought, wow, like, uh, you know, when, when it comes to sales and service, yeah. there's nothing like, I get it. Climbing in a climbing in a, a hot roof is is mm -hmm. is tough for anyone, male or female. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But when it comes to service, sales, 
there's no reason why there shouldn't be more women in this great industry. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, it's not an area that I've ever, um, I've ever pushed much because in Australia, because we were primarily plumbing and there's not that many uh, ladies in plumbing. I know there's more mm-hmm. in air conditioning, but um, I just think it's such a great industry. It's, it's, it's nearly recession proof. Um, yeah. It's not going to be technicians job is not going to get replaced by AI. AI, if anything, is going to assist to make it easier. And uh, I don't know, whatever we can do to try to try to encourage more ladies yeah. in the industry, I think would be fantastic, you know. Yeah, I do, too. You know, I, I recently joined the EGIA Foundation and we have a scholarship program. And so they asked for those of us on the foundation board to help to review all the candidates. And so I personally reviewed 27 candidates last Friday and only one of them was a female. And Alan, I wanted to give her the scholarship. I mean, she like won the diversity card right there. She's the only female. And of course they want more females to get the scholarship, right? So I'm like, girl, you have this in the bucket just because of your gender, but she couldn't even try. Like she didn't do the application. She didn't submit a headshot or a video. Like she didn't submit a transcript. You know, I'm like, it's not hard. So that's another thing is if, if we can help educate the tech schools and where women are, that there are scholarships available for you to help you and we want you. And so you have a higher probability of getting a scholarship just because you're a woman right now, but you gotta like follow the three steps. There's three questions, like just submit yeah. the three things, you know, that I, I was like, sorry, you can't have it. <laughs> People do what people do, you know, and, I, and just mm-hmm. on, on that with uh, Joe Cunningham, a business partner in uh, Houston, yeah. has his HVAC school and he has his plumbing school and his, his plumbing teacher is, is female and uh, teaching all the guys how to plumb, right? So I think it's awesome. great. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive advocate of it. And, uh, and yeah, look, I, I just I'd love to encourage that. So, Danielle, mm-hmm. have you got any... Um, I'd love to get as much contact information, how everyone can get a hold of you, but is there any special book or any recommendations that you're currently reading that you might like the listeners to uh, to grab a hold of? Well, one that I love that I'd, I'd like to mention is called Built to Sell. Mm-hmm. Built to Sell. It's a little blue book, pretty quick read, and it's all about consolidating your your product, right? So as a service provider, what you do. And so instead of trying to be all things for all people, being the best that you can at a few things so that you can scale with processes. So built to sell, I think it's a really powerful book and I I love it, love to recommend it. But actually, Alan, this is a little bit different. The one I'm reading right now is called The Insanity of God. And a a fellow contractor from the industry, Dan Squires, uh, got me onto this book. And it talks all about so many people starving around the world. And I focus so much on my business that I thought, you know, I'm so thankful to be reading this book right now because it reminds me the importance of giving back. Like it's easy to get into me, me, me. I'm just working on my business, building my business, making sure my kids are fed and loved. But there's a whole world out there that they need contributions from us too, right? So am I giving enough? Am I serving enough? Am I donating enough? Uh, It's just challenging me in that am i giving back enough that's fantastic yeah well well done on on everything uh, danielle i really uh, i'm really happy that you guys are uh, going so well at the moment 
Uh, really looking forward to spending time with you in uh, at Service World. It's October, yeah. right? In, yes, uh, it is. And uh, so, yeah. how do our listeners get a hold of you? What um, what's the best way to get a hold of you guys? I'll put all your contact details and that in the uh, the show notes of the podcast. But what's the best way to get yeah. hold of either you or or your great uh, team at the new? Yeah, flat rate? for sure. Well, our website's thenewflatrate.com. My email is danielle at thenewflatrate.com. So by all means, you can give us a give us a call, shoot me an email. The phone number is there on the website. And uh, for Service World Expo, for anybody that wants to go, you can go to bu.thenewflatrate.com and enter in promo code BU2023. And it's a, a really special discounted rate of just $5.99. So I'm really excited about that. To be able to get two conferences for that rate is unheard of. It's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah. So really do appreciate your time, Danielle. And uh, uh, as I said, this is, um, you know, it's pricing, pricing, new flat, flat rate pricing, everything is just such a, an integral part of the industry. And uh, yeah, you've added great value to my listeners. So thank you. Oh, I appreciate and, uh, appreciate yeah. the opportunity. Yeah, appreciate you joining me. And uh, yeah, so uh, this is uh, another wrap for uh, Pipeline to Profitability. And uh, thank you very much, Daniel Putnam.